Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Headline Four Republican and four Democratic senators emerged from the White House with. President Joe Biden to announce a deal on infrastructure. So they have a deal, but is the deal done? Time to dig just a little deeper. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. And this is the news of the day to be sure that the president, uh, along with this bipartisan group, uh, sat down in the Oval Office today, went through the proposals that uh, were being bandied about uh, by this bipartisan group to get something done on core infrastructure, things like roads and bridges, rail, water, energy, those kinds of things. Uh, And they emerged and things seemed to be pretty good, pretty chipper. Uh, a lot of positivity, uh, very important for the president to get this one right. And yet there's a lot more to this story, and that's what we're going to dig into today. But let's start with President Biden. He uh, came out and gave a full-throated endorsement of the bipartisan infrastructure bill. And here's what he had to say. One of the things that uh, we agreed on infrastructure, we made serious compromises on both ends. Uh, there is, uh, and they'll, they'll give you the numbers. But we did not, they did not, and I understand their position, Republicans and this group did not want to go along with many of my family plan issues, the child care tax credits, the human infrastructure that I talk about. And uh, that we'll see what happens in a reconciliation bill in the budget process. If that, uh, if we get some compromise there, and if we can't, see if I can attract all the Democrats to a position that is there, but we're going to, they're going to move in a dual track. And, uh, and that's all I'll say, but I, I want to thank each and every one of them. It's been, you know, a lot of us go back a long way where we're used to doing one thing, give each other our word. And that's the end. Nobody questions. Them. They have my word. I'll stick with what they proposed and they've given me their word as well. All right. So that's uh, President Joe Biden. Again, this was the press conference immediately following uh, the agreement coming together in the White House today with uh, this group of eight uh, Democrats uh, and Republicans for each uh, coming together for this compromise bill. And the president alluded to something that I think is going to be the challenge point to all of this. And the thing that uh, 
we have to actually talk about that nobody's really talking about is that the the president's biggest challenge moving forward on this bill is not going to be the Republicans. It's going to be his own party. In fact, in a post uh, press conference, the the president was asked uh, about what's going on in the House with Nancy Pelosi's comments in particular. And, and listen to what President Biden said. My party is divided. My party is divided, but my party is also rational. If they can't get every single thing they want, but all that they have in the bill that, that before them is good, are they going to vote no? I don't think so. All right. That is a message that should be the headline of the day, because that was a clear signal from President Biden to the left wing of the Democratic Party when he said, yes, my party's divided on some of these things in terms of the size, the scope, the cost uh, and what should be included as infrastructure. But he said they're going to be rational and they're going to vote for this. He was, that was very clear. They're going to vote for this. Uh, and that's an important and very interesting message because there's so many challenges that are going to come up. Because remember, there is something that is competing with this infrastructure proposal, this deal that has been made today. The deal today is about $579 billion uh, over five years. Uh, you'll you'll hear the number $1.2 trillion. That's adding this amount with what is kind of the standard allocation for infrastructure. Uh, So that's where the numbers get a little confusing that way. Uh, We just spoke, uh, Senator Mitt Romney, who's been part of this whole conversation and this negotiation, uh, had a press conference uh, just about an hour ago, and we were able to ask him about the kind of the process moving forward, knowing that there are some of the Democrats who feel like they should just do this big, massive $6 trillion, in, uh, not just infrastructure, but uh, kind of throwing in the kitchen sink uh, that would be done through reconciliation, which wouldn't require any Republican votes at all to get through. And here's what Senator Romney had to say. If for some reason they decided not to proceed with this package, uh, then they have the potential to put it all together in one big package and try and pass it all uh, all together. Uh, they're going to have some difficulty doing that because several of the members of our group uh, are committed to this package. Uh, so, but, but they always have the opportunity to try and work on a unilateral basis on spending through reconciliation. And, uh, and that's an option that they're obviously going to consider. But, but I would note that uh, I, I think uh, with the president's support, of this bipartisan program. It signals that Washington can work, the Senate can work, America can work, our institutions are able to deal with major challenges that we have. Uh, The world recognizes that our infrastructure is old and needs to be repaired. All right, uh, we continue in our conversation and and questioning at this uh, virtual press conference that Senator Romney had with Utah Media. And uh, I want to get to this idea of the reconciliation bill. And uh, so this is what Senator Romney had to say in terms of kind of this time frame on it. I presume that the Democrat leaders in the Senate and the House are going to push a reconciliation bill uh, as well. Now, it will not include this infrastructure. The president made it very clear this is the infrastructure bill. But, but what he calls, if you will, uh, human infrastructure, which is education and, and child care and, and the like, those are things that, that, that the Democrat leadership is going to try and pursue through reconciliation. They will, they will push that. I don't know in what order. 
Nancy Pelosi said she wants to do reconciliation first and uh, and, and and the bipartisan uh, infrastructure bill second. We'll see. Um, and so I, I you are right. Uh, it hasn't been moving uh, uh, lickety split uh, in Washington. And, uh, uh, you know, you're right. We don't have a long time before the August recess. I think the number of people predicting that the August recess will not happen, uh, at least not uh, as uh, uh, as anticipated. You know, if the if the Democratic leadership were to, to move on this first, I think it would pass with Republican and Democrat support and it could pass uh, in July. Really important statement there by Senator Romney saying that if the this infrastructure deal that was announced today, if it is presented first, he's confident that it would get passed in July. So before the August recess period or in-state work period, uh, that's really important. Uh, on the flip side of that, you've got Nancy Pelosi saying not so fast. In fact, she said it in a very interesting way this morning. We will not take up a bill in the House until the Senate passes the bipartisan bill and an emphasis and a reconciliation bill. There ain't going to be no bipartisan bill unless we are going to have the reconciliation bill. That is about as strong as it gets from Nancy Pelosi. There ain't going to be no bipartisan bill unless they have a reconciliation bill. That is going to be the conflict. That's what no one is talking about today. And we're going to continue to break this down at 2.05. We're going to dig into what is the timing given recesses, giving other agenda items that have to be done between now and then. I also think it was significant that Senator Romney pointed out that some of the members of this group, the Democrats, Joe Manchin, uh, Senator Sinema, have said they won't vote for a reconciliation bill if it is done first uh, ahead of this bipartisan deal that was announced today. Much more to think about, much more to dig into. We'll do that coming up at 2.05 here on KSL News Radio. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and Get ready, because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.